Hey guys, welcome to the Living and Collective Podcast, where we are inspiring and equipping women into living their full lives while working together as the collective. Lacey and Christy here in freezing cold Austin, Texas. It's really cold. It is. Seattle weather kind of overtook Austin. It is raining and we went from 90 one day to 42 yesterday. That has to be a record. of. has to be. Literally. I mean, we the boys and I were riding bikes on Sunday, dripping in sweat. And I just kept telling them like, if we can just make it till tomorrow, it's going to get better. We literally went out our front door that night before bedtime, and I said, stand in this humidity right here. <laughs> it was like the sun was gone, but we were still sweating. Soak it all in. Tomorrow morning will be awesome, and it is. It is. It's awesome. I love it. We're, We're all sweatshirts. and sweatshirts and leggings and boots. And the lake is filling up. Oh, yes. There might is. be a little flooding today. I'm not sure, so we'll keep that. you posted on that, but... Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're excited. We're cozy up. We're having, um, Christy made us some awesome matcha lattes. They didn't turn out quite as good, but we're learning. We're getting we're learning. there. Yes. We'll, we feel so. We should post some of our favorite little things from that. We should. Yes. You know, um, yesterday I was kind of off my coffee limit because I'm trying to stop drinking coffee at 10 a.m. Wow, that's awesome. Which apparently I'm not she's doing today. She's checking the time. <laughs> Let me see. Hold on just a second. So yesterday I did... Heated coconut milk, and then I added a tablespoon of cacao powder. Ooh. And then I put a scoop of this, like, kind of protein stuff that I put in my coffee. That sounds gross, but it's like a really good little mix. Yeah. And just a dash of cayenne pepper, and it turned into this, like, hot cocoa plus. It was Ooh. really good. I love that. Because you need, like, a coffee alternative, but you, what do you have today? Yours sounds well, I awesome. just have hot tea. Um, but it's like, I, magical I also, kind. I know. Well, it's like honey lavender. Um, I, I, if I drink too much, I can have, like, one cup in the morning. I can drink one in the afternoon, too, but if I have two cups back-to-back in the morning, it kind of has the opposite effect, and I kind of go, like, sluggish and ugh. It's weird, right? Wow. I know. So I kind of started feeling that like weirdness in my head and I was like, I'm going to switch to hot tea. I think that's really good because I even noticed this morning, now that it's colder, Mm -hmm. like I drank more coffee this morning Yes. and I was like, am I, I'm feeling anxious about everything. Is this true anxiety or am I just drinking too much caffeine? (laughs) Why don't I have a matcha latte? And then... Or could be just a check. Oh, oh it's that. Fire. Oh, wait. I, I feel like I'm hyperventilating. I think it might be the caffeine. Everything in my life might be okay. It's just the caffeine. Oh, my gosh. It's kind of fun to play with the limits. I'm just going to test it out, see how far I can go over that edge. We're wild. Oh, my Wild and crazy over here in Austin. Well, today we have a really exciting episode for you guys. We're going to just talk about the very basics of, new, of fitness, sorry, um, and how you can get started in a healthy fitness program. So that's one of our top questions that we get. You know, the nutrition piece is really close and near and dear to our hearts, really important to us, but it really does go hand in hand with that movement piece. Absolutely. Yeah, we get that question all the time. Um, What should I be doing? How many days? This, 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 it. And really, it is really simple. People overcomplicate it. Even yesterday, I was in the grocery store. I ran into one of my cute clients, and she's like, oh my gosh, is it better for me today to get on the treadmill or should I do one of the LNC workouts? And um, it's true. It's just kind of 
you know, goes to show we're in our head and thinking what's the best thing to do. So we're going to address some of those today. And we kind of have like five tips to cover that. I love that. It's, it's funny because it is really intimidating out there. Like you and I have like just organically love the fitness piece. Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind of comes natural to us just because we've always loved being active. But for the majority, for a lot of people, it is just like a whole different language. Cause again, it's just one of those industries that has a lot of gimmicks or like telling you, you have to do this, or you're going to get better results if you do it this way or that way, where really it can be very simple. It can be, we want to simplify it for y'all. Just keep it like very entry level. Like this is what your body needs. This is what's going to give you the best results. There's really no gimmicks. No, there's no gimmicks. And, um, I love it. Not to throw my fitness pal under the bus because I do love my fitness pal, but they are constantly producing these articles and I have clients that will send them to me and they're like, oh my gosh, today it says I shouldn't be planking, you know? And I, we all need to remember that the fitness industry does need to constantly have articles and they're there so you guys click on them. And so they're going to constantly have these crazy headlines and methods and they're just looking for content to put out there. Don't get wrapped up into all the details and the flip-flopping of methods and this and that. It, it is more simple than you think, um, and we're going to address that right now. Absolutely. Yeah, it's funny because a lot of times, unfortunately, by the time a topic makes mainstream media, mm-hmm. it's usually usually been so <laughs> manipulated because they need a headline. They want you guys to watch. So usually if something's made the evening news about exercise, I think recently there was a study or there was an article showing like what top five or 10 movements senior citizens shouldn't be doing. And they were like so alarming, like they were such important movements, like squatting, right? So like for a senior, their freedom is so important. Most seniors want to be able to live in their homes as long as possible. Well, what are the number one reasons they have to go into skilled nursing is because they can't get up and down off the toilet. Mm -hmm. And so like squatting is really important. Like telling a senior you shouldn't be squatting is like, well, how are you going to get out of your chair? It was just like a very alarming and you could tell the way they had written it was just to get views. So just be careful. That's why we're going to today make it real simple. I'll just tell you like the classic things about exercise really haven't changed much over the last, I would say what, 30, 40 years. There's always new research coming out, which is super exciting, but mm-hmm. kind of like the basics stay pretty much the right. same. And I love that when people are like, oh, um, and we both have a CrossFit path, CrossFit past. Whoa, say that five times fast. <gasps> that was good. I know. Uh. Um, and people would always be like, oh, you're going to be injured. Well, I mean, runners are injured all the time. Um, people that lay around on their couch and are sedentary have way, way more ailments. And so it's just, everything gets a bad rap and it's, how you spin it, what you believe, and anyway. Absolutely. I think that is a very important piece. And I remember seeing something recently that was like the degrees. So like in CrossFit, in CrossFit for me, my injuries were really always my old running injuries re-showing up in CrossFit workouts because I just had never addressed them. So they were running injuries from compulsive running that started when I was in high school all the way through college, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah. But how I would so much rather go get, I don't want to have any surgeries. I'd rather just be smart and treat my body right. But it's a lot safer to get a hip replacement than it is to have a heart attack. Like if you're going to weigh the things of like, yes, it's always a risk being active. Any sport you do is going to have some degree of risk, but being sedentary, you pretty much are guaranteed that you're going to have all these chronic 
or at least one of these chronic diseases right. that um, could be prevented by... By exercise. Exercise. Yes, I love that. That's so good, right? Yeah. All right. So our number one piece is fun. So whatever you choose for exercise, it has to be something you enjoy. So if your best friend loves spinning and every time you go to spinning class, you just feel like you're staring at a wall and you're losing your mind, that is not the workout for you. If you love lifting heavy weights and CrossFit just makes you feel like over the moon, you love the community, that is perfect for you. If you love bar because it reminds you of your days of being a dancer and you feel like you love showing up to the studio and it smells like a candle and everything's clean and you get to wear cute outfits that is perfect for you like if you're not going to do it if you're not going to stick with it if it's something you don't enjoy if it truly feels like something you're dreading right you're not going to continue doing no it. no and I see that a lot too people even when they're kind of trying to restart a fitness routine um, they kind of go overboard too. So this is in the like perspective of keeping it fun. Uh, they're like, oh, I'm going to go walk, you know, do this four mile walk in the morning and then I'm going to go to this class and maybe I'll come home and do this workout video. And you're just asking for burnout. You need to be kind to your body, love what you're doing, have fun in the process. And it's going to be a greater part of your life from there on out as opposed to like doing what you think others think you should be doing. Did I say that right? Absolutely. Okay. Yep. That's exactly, exactly. And then it should make you, and like, even for Lacey and I, like we both love working out, but it's totally a discipline. Like there are plenty of days where I'm like, like today is a perfect day. And some days it's a great idea to take a day off and take a day of rest and just do a slow walk or do something easy. But there are plenty of days I don't feel like going to the gym mm -hmm. and it's a discipline to get there. And sometimes I'll tell myself, like all you have to do today is work out for five minutes. And if you're really feeling like, uninspired you can go sit in a sauna but normally as soon as my body's warmed up a little bit and I'm in that environment I've got my headphones in the yes. music's playing I'm like oh no now I'm kind of fired up fired. I want to do it oh yeah the hardest part is getting started for sure um even showing up to a workout and getting there is I think harder almost harder than the workout because initially when you start you're like oh and exactly like five minutes in you're totally into it and feeling really awesome um I had another point about the, oh, taking the rest days. I talk to a lot of people about this because especially people that are trying to lose weight and, you know, take on nutrition goals. They're like, well, I'm just going to grind it out and work out every day. Working out is such a supplementary, um, just benefit to our body. That's going to allow it to pre produce all these natural endorphins and just allow you to feel better, produce that muscle mass. It's not going to be the grinder that's going to help you lose a ton of weight. And so you really need to treat your body well. If you're feeling exhausted and tired and rest days, I always say that, like rest days are just as important as those workout days. But people think like, oh, I just got to burn more calories. I really wish everyone would just shift the focus from burning calories in a workout to just doing something really healthy for your body. Don't put your calorie counter on on your watch. Don't think about how many calories you're burning. Just think about what you're doing to help your body feel better and get all those mm, yummy natural chemicals flowing around in your body. I think that is the best advice. I think that is one great practice to kind of get out of your head mm -hmm. and even get out of that routine that a lot of us are in of using exercise as more of a punishment right. or more of a way to like 
sculpt your body a certain way. Like those aren't positive perspectives on exercise. And um, if you ever have seen a exercise physiologist or an exercise scientist doing an actual metabolic test to see how many calories someone's burning, it is so complex. Like you're wearing a face mask, they're monitoring your oxygen levels, they're usually taking some sort of like blood sample, like the your your watch, <laughs> I, I hate to say this, but your Apple Watch, the numbers on your treadmill, Pivot, yep. your none of those are going to be completely accurate. So mm-hmm. like you're really kind of just playing a game that isn't, you know, just to kind of, I would, I would almost recommend just taking that piece completely out of it and right. doing it for like, how do I feel? Like just let me ask our clients to look, pay attention to other biofeedback markers right. besides just their weight. Right. Like what's your energy? How did you sleep? Like how did, how did you feel afterwards? Right. Did you feel like your posture was open? Like yep. what does it matter how many calories you burn? Right? Yes. It doesn't. You guys, it doesn't. It doesn't matter how it many calories. It literally you burn. doesn't let yourself off the hook. Yes, let like, yourself off the hook. And and I do, I get sad when I see on, you know, Instagram or Facebook people that are posting themselves at the gym and saying, working off my French fries and it is just to your point, please don't use exercise as a form of punishment. Yeah, I was just talking to a young guy. So a guy last night who was in college and he was talking about He's very conscious, health and fit, he's very conscious about his fitness and his intake. And he was just explaining how like a trainer had told him, like, it's okay if you go out and eat a bunch of donuts, you know, one night, just make sure the next day that you exercise no. to a deficit. And I was oh. like trying not to be, I was like trying to like rein it in and doing it in a way that wasn't too like correcting, but I was just like, well. You always want to like just make sure that you're not going getting in that loop of using exercise as punishment mm-hmm. because that's not what it is. And I even used the words. I was like, if you get into a cycle of binging and purging, because purging doesn't always have to look like making yourself sick. It can be exercise. Like you can use that's exercise to purge. Interesting. I like that. Analogy. Yeah. So that's a lot more common. I think, especially if I think back to college, like most of us were exercise purgers. Yeah. So we would binge. We'd go out and party and order a pizza. At, three in the morning and but then the next day we'd have to spend a certain amount of hours at the rec center right. working it off and that's the same thing as the other type so no, that's, that's fun so yes. keep your exercise fun keep your exercise no fun. we're running down a r- I know no well and just quick little side note mm-hmm. if you do go out and eat donuts if you do go out and eat french fries let that go and let yourself enjoy it that's not going to do anything to you your body will be just fine just move on move on yes and that, we're, we're going to move on right now. <laughs> Speaking of moving on. <laughs> we're going to move past the fun piece. Man, we could talk about that for a lot. I know. Uh, What's the next one? So the next one, we're going to talk about strength training. Love this. This we is really this important. Yes. Ladies, this is to you because we love you. So strength training is, I think personally, this is not a scientific fact, but I think it's the most important piece of your fitness life. Number one, definitely that you're enjoying it. Number two, lifting heavy things is super important. And that doesn't have to look like, you know, a crazy face in the CrossFit gym doing barbells. If that's what you love, more power to you. That's what we love. Like, that's Mm -hmm. so much fun. But it doesn't have to be intimidating. It doesn't have to be dirty. It can be dumbbells. It can be kettlebells. It can be sandbags. It can be medicine balls. Um, If any of those terms sound intimidating to you, they're really not. Like, and we're going to try to put out more content that kind of just... Breaks these things down so you can go to the gym and feel super comfortable with all you really need are like six strength training movements. If you can squat, 
If you can pick up something heavy off the ground, which would be a deadlift, if you can do some sort of row where you're pulling something, mm -hmm. if you can do some sort of push, so whether it's on your back in a chest press or a push overhead with your shoulders, if you can get those movements down, really, mm -hmm. you're golden. Well, and it, it goes back to kind of the functional movements of when you get older. We want to have that longevity, have that muscle mass. Um, I know for women, they're like, oh, I'm going to bulk up. I still hear that. I think we're starting to kind of phase out of that, and women are um, – like, oh my gosh, I really can look my best when I'm lifting weights. Um, but I also I try to say like to people, the the women that are larger, that are lifting and competing, they're having so much nutrition and so much supplementation and so much weights in order to get to where they want to be. And that's where they want to be. And that's awesome for them. Um, it takes a lot of work to get there. Unless you're physically taking in more, so food, in order to grow your body that way, you're not going to bulk up. You cannot just magically bulk up by lifting heavy weights, um, especially at the level that we all are. If you have to be super intentional about it for a long period of time and be under a lot of load with a lot of extra nutrition. I just love that mentality of like, you have to feed your body in order for it to get bigger. It's not you're not naturally going to just go bigger, 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 right? I mean, it, that's scientifically, that's not how it works. Definitely. You don't have to be worried about that at all. I love that breakdown because that is the number one fear I hear with women and weights. And yet, ironically, the number one goal we hear with women is I just want to be firmer. Toned. Yes. I want to have good posture. Mm -hmm. I want to look good. I want to feel good and strong. So that is going to require, we talked about this last week, how after 25, you lose a small percentage of muscle every year. So you're working against that. That's just part of the aging process. Mm -hmm. You're working against that. And you don't have to do complicated movements. Like it doesn't have to be intimidating. And that's one thing I think we would both love to be able to help you with is taking some of that intimidation factor. So we'll try to be posting more videos and this is how you do a squat or this is how you do. I was just reading an Instagram post yesterday and it was talking about how, you know, when guys walk into the gym, right? Like they walk in, they clean their space, they've got their music on. But women, typically if you sit and watch women walking into a gym, they're kind of quiet. They keep to themselves. Mm -hmm. They try to stay out of the way. Like we want you to feel confident enough that you can own your space. That you can go into any gym and feel like, you know what? I'm fluent in this. Sometimes it takes hiring a trainer for a few sessions. Mm -hmm. That's totally okay. But that like, I've, I'm fluent in this. Like I can do, I can put together a little, a little workout of six movements and mm -hmm. feel confident and take up my space and, you know, not feel like, oh my gosh, everyone's staring at me because I don't know if I'm doing it right or right. judging me. I love that. And we'd love to help you with that to help you feel better. Um, quick note about people are always like cardio lifting, um, and to your point, getting toned. So in order to be toned, you have to have muscle. In order to have muscle, you have to have resistance. It's all plays together. So I struggle because during the winter, I also run too, right? And I know all I'm doing is just running off the muscle. So I'm at a constant like lift, 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 run, 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 lift, run, run. And um, I think people love cardio because they think like, oh, I'm just going to burn the most amount of calories. It goes back to that calorie thing. Um, and hopefully by now everyone realizes strength training well, yes, during that specific time, you might not be burning as many calories as you would running. 
you're actually going to be building that muscle. Your, you know, calories are going to be extended throughout the whole day. You're going to be burning more constantly. Your metabolism is going to be more efficient. It just is tenfold. Totally. Muscle costs more and kind of, you can think of it that way. Muscle costs more to maintain. So your after effect of your workout, if you've been lifting heavy weights and by heavy, it's all relative. So you start where you are. It might be one dumbbell. It might be doing your workouts with literally one dumbbell and then you move to two and then you move to kettlebells. Maybe you add a lightweight barbell, like who knows what you, what you do, but just Mm -hmm. that is going to cost you more. So all day long after that workout, your metabolism is higher and you're burning more all day long. I love what you said because you've really, you know, especially if you're around our age, like we really grew up in the era of cardio being mm-hmm. king mm-hmm. and it's not it's not true. And like you said, it's, we're coming around full circle to understanding that, but like it's still important to recognize like, oh, I can't afford to do too much like 60-minute straight cardio workouts throughout the week without really um, – investing back into my muscle. Right. And again, y'all, like that muscle is just that firm, smaller muscle is more compact. Like it's just, it's healthy. It's going to give you your posture. It's going to make you feel better. And look better. And look better. I know. It feels strong. It feels really strong. I mean, I think, yeah, those are, I think back to the times, even my, I might not have looked my best, but that I felt my best is when I feel really strong and capable. I mean, that's what really matters the most. It is so much fun. If you will get a spiral notebook, write down five, six movements, and then every week track your lifting and see like, okay, I did my squat, my goblet squat with one 10 pound dumbbell last week. Let me see if I can do a 12 and a half this week. Let me see if I can do a 15 this week. As you watch those metrics go up and you're only competing against yourself, it is so exciting to see like, oh, I am getting stronger. And when you start lifting too, I know this was, um, I had a coach say to me, I love this. You, you have to start getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I see it all the time when I'm coaching people too, they grab smaller weights, um, in our mind, it's, it's hard to be uncomfortable, but when you're lifting, I want to challenge you guys to feel uncomfortable, to feel like you almost can't do it. You need to have the point where it is, it is hard. It is challenging. Um, I promise you, you're stronger than you think you are. And yes, when you start lifting, even the lighter weights, you might be like, oh, I'm, this is fatigued. Try to get out of your mind and be like, what is my body capable of doing? And kind of push yourself there. I'm so glad you brought that up because yeah. we hadn't even talked about reps or um, weight intensity, yeah. weight intensity. I love that you, you brought that up. So like, and for our beginners, you probably mm-hmm. want to be around like a rep range of about eight to 12 reps, mm-hmm. but you want to really focus on what Lacey just said, that your last two to three reps feel really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Your last two to three repetitions is what we mean by reps. So if you're doing bicep curls, your last two to three bicep curls feel really hard. Like you're really, you're still able to keep good form. Right. You're not doing anything weird with your spine. You're, you know, you're still able to stay tight in your core, but that basically you're like really struggling on that last one to get that maximum yeah. result. That's so important. I love that. And it is hard. I've seen people, they'll just kind of do the reps really quick and they'll be like, oh my gosh, that was so hard. And I'm like... Girl, that was not hard. You just flew through those effortlessly. So just just like Christy said, really kind of note yourself on those last few. And you can even make a note in the notebook. Like, And I keep notes like that. Like, oh, last one, super tough. Or definitely maxed out at number 12 kind of thing. So just keep that in mind when you start lifting. I love that. And it might be worth hiring a trainer. Like sometimes for some people, it just takes like 
two or three sessions and most trainers would be more than happy if you came to them and said like, I want to learn how to start lifting on my own. I would love to have one to two to three sessions with mm-hmm. you just to like get the basics of movement. Yeah. Um, make sure your trainer knows what they're doing and that they're, um, good at correcting form, but then sometimes just having a second set of eyes will give you that extra confidence or going to, there are so many classes now, group classes, small group classes yes. that teach you that. Yeah. Um, it's a great investment because it really is a skill that you can take with you for the rest of your life. So yeah. even though it might be um, a big investment up front, it would be worth it in the long run. Um, totally. And we have home, we'll have people posting home workouts. Mm-hmm. So if you do invest in some of those things, then we're able to, um, show you how to do them at home and you could just pop out to your garage or in your living room and do them when you have time. That's the best when you have the option at home. Lacey and I both love with kids and a busy schedule. Like we still enjoy the interaction of going out to the gym Mm -hmm. and being with our friends or our people or with, uh, there's nothing like being coached by somebody else, but then it's really nice to have that option on a busy day of like, you know what? I can take 15 minutes right now and go do a little something in my garage and I will feel better I'll have a little boost if it's not a rest day, which again, it's important to take those rest days. Um, but yeah, should we move on? Yeah, let's do that. We have three more, but I think we're going to do a part two. Yes. Does that sound good? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really good idea. So you guys, we're going to leave you with just those two things because I think it might be overwhelming anyway for us to go into like all five points. Yeah. So we'll revisit next week. The rest of our points, we want you to focus this week on maybe trying something new you haven't tried before, something you've always wanted, or maybe it's that thing that you love doing that you feel like, oh, is this really good for me or not? Like if you've been hesitant, like just choosing something that you enjoy. There are so many things. There are. And even, you know what, um, I know we're entering winter season here, but like stand-up paddleboarding, there's a lot of things that are fun but are also exercising, and they have stand-up paddleboard classes or rowing classes. I mean, there's so many different things available now um, that you really could try all kinds of things. Absolutely. You could do step-ups at the gym or you could go to a great hike that is has an incline yes. and you're like out in nature, you're listening to the birds chirping and you're getting that same degree of I love that being creative. If there's if you enjoy swimming, I mean, if you live in Austin and we've got Barton Springs is open year round where you can do long Really long swimming. You yeah. guys can do that. It's a little cold for me, but yeah, me too. <laughs> for the rest, like, wait a minute. I know. Good luck. Let us know it is. That is not fun for us. <laughs> we'll see you on our paddle boards yes. next door at the lake. <laughs> That's right. We'll be fully clothed yes. in sweatshirts. Um, anyway, thanks for we're winging it today because we did. We talked too long, but we feel really passionate about both of these. We are, we're going to have a lot of fitness podcasts for sure. And I mean, I know we'd both love to dive deeper into the strength training too, but, um, we'll follow up with the next three next week, but great two goals for this week to kick off the week. Yes. Let us know any questions you have, especially on that strength training piece, like any, any ways we can help you or things we can put out for you guys. We'd love to help you. Thanks guys. We hope you have a great week. Have an awesome week. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye.